Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 173rd episode of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Some pretty good news. Well, it's a pretty good amount of news, I guess you could say. Uh, this week, what's missing from Halo Infinite's launch? Question mark. Another version of Skyrim announced? No. <laughs> How can it be? Uh, Quake makes a surprise return. New Fortnite game mode is a little sus. I see what you did there, Brant. And we have your Gamescom announcements. We should be able to run through those fairly easily. Uh, I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster Brant McKee. What's up, sir? How you doing? And Cesar Concepcion the second. Hello. Wonderful to see y'all this evening. It's good to see you as well. <laughs> Every Wednesday. Yep. Y'all can see me. Yep. Camera's on this whole time. Oh, uh, those curtains close. are the curtains are kind of hard to see through though, Brant from outside. You might want. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we like what you've done with the place, but it's hard to see through the curtains now. It's not awkward. All right, let's get right to it. What, what's missing from Halo Infinite's launch? We got a launch date, which was uh, a little later than expected. But, unfortunately, uh, Campaign Co-op and Forge. Um, the quote from Joseph Staten says, when we looked at these two experiences, Campaign Co-op and Forge, we made the determination that they're just not ready. Uh, so we're going to keep Campaign Co-op and Forge in the oven for a little bit longer when they're ready. We're going to release them as part of our seasonal roadmap next year. And they did part of that outline, and it's not in this article, but I think in the co-op mode was the second season, like three months out or something. It's and right. Then, and then the Forge was the season after that. Is that what they said? Yeah, I think so. Season three, the next one after that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, any hot takes on this? Any any quick? <laughs> and uh, to, add, to add to what you said, they're they're targeting those seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not a guarantee that they will actually hit on those seasons. It's just the targets. They're not written in stone. So the goal post can move again. So it's it's crazy to think that this game was supposed to be at the launch of the Series X and S. I mean, I'm looking at my box sitting on the floor and i mean i see master chief on the back master chiefs on the back he's like taking up the whole back there's nothing else it's not like there's the PlayStation nothing else. boxes or n64 boxes where they put a bunch of different games on there it's just master chief yeah and Power they delayed it a, a year and now there's still some features that and and arguably could be said key features because i mean yeah <laughs> but i mean it is what it so is at this point no, I'm laughing because somebody in, in in Twitter will always have a counter argument, and somebody was uh, taking up the cause because somebody was disappointed there was no uh, co-op in there, and somebody was on there like, "We don't want four Master Chiefs running around in co-op. That sucks." <laughs> and I, I was laughing because like, that's a bad thing. I was like, I was I laugh when I read this. I was like, "This guy for real?" I'm like, and I was like, "Okay." I didn't even respond. As, Twitter's a funny app, man. I just in there. I was laughing. I was like, "Okay." I'm laughing now because it just popped in my head. I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> the, only one, the only one where they recreated the character was the first one, right? You were basically two Master Chiefs running through the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. Like the first cutscene, they have two of you getting out of the hush casket and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's built for that. But they ever since then, they added a, a different type character for that second player. Uh, yeah. It, it, I mean, it is what it is. And like we say yeah. all the time, it's, yeah. it, it, it's better them to take their time and release it when it is ready. Rather than to release it broken, and I mean, at, at the end of the day, don't if you want to play it for co-op and that's your thing, then wait till it's out and then buy it or download it or however you want to consume it. That's your probably the, 
that's probably the camp I'm in because I do enjoy the campaigns and I enjoy I've played Halo co-op with with everyone on the podcast and I've, I talk about Halo every week. But uh, I'll definitely be waiting for that. I, I, you hope that the campaign spoilers aren't going to be everywhere, you know, for, until that time comes up. But the uh, s- stories aren't that deep to where, well, I would still be upset. But it's just, it, oh, it's just dis- There's already oh, yeah, they got spoilers flo- floating around from the first test flight. They got it out of there, didn't they? Mm-hmm. At this point, yeah, I don't even let spoilers give me any more, man. I just, if you're going to watch it or play it, and then you're just going to watch it and play it. I mean, at that point. It's not life-changing either way. If I read something, it's not like, oh, my God, because there's still, yeah. you know, what, 12 to 15 hours of figuring out where you got to that point. Yeah. Like, uh, Brand, have you played Gears 5 yet? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a pivotal point in that story that Cesar and I were in complete shambles about. But if you just, if you had thrown that out there and you had told me that, I'd be like, no way. What is that going to be like? So it was that build up into that moment and the everything you did with the characters and stuff. So that that had a lot more weight behind it than just reading you know, so-and-so did this in the, in the story. Yeah, I agree. I would be more upset if somebody's describing in, in, in extreme detail and summarizing the story and I accidentally read that, but at that point I'm already out after the first two lines. So yeah, yeah. it's not going to hurt dug me. That hole. So. Yeah. Don't tell me Bruce Willis is dead the whole time in gears five, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he finds out at the end. <laughs> yeah, and not Shyamalan's uh, the villain in almost in every one of his movies. So I already just ruined the, the new movie for you. Oh no. That one. So, <laughs> yeah i'm disappointed more than anything i think is the key term but it's you always think about that miyamoto quote right like they would release they've been working on this campaign for years and like brand said this was supposed to be a launch title so this is this is way behind and something was not right so they decided to to do these delays and they're not idiots they do the math it's more than just you know the three of us picking up a controller to play halo they're they're looking at who does what and who spends money where and they know that releasing that multiplayer first and releasing that multiplayer free is going to be their bread and butter. And then just look at it like, <laughs> I can, is the whole campaign delayed or is just campaign co-op? Like you can just, play the campaign. Yeah, co-op. it's just co-op. See, that sucks. That should be delayed. No campaign until everybody can play it is, is this the hill that I would stand on yeah. just to yeah. avoid this. Yeah. I it's, mean, you know, some people just only problems. Some people only play solo, so I mean, you know, they do many, many, many people. So that's why you know you you, you get people a choice. So you just make your choice. Yeah, it sucks, but right, like like you said, I mean, and the only people you know, I said I'm disappointed, and the only reason I am is I'm com- clinging to this nostalgia of having played all the campaigns with my friends, but they don't owe me that. They took out the split screen co op in five, and there was an uproar behind that, but they didn't know anybody that it was still it was still multiplayer co op. But hey, take your time. Make it a good experience. Yeah. That's all we can ask for. And the Forge mode, I've never really dabbled much with Forge except for some of the crazy modes on three that we've played. I think they're created in that. But. Yeah. That's where a lot of those um extremely popular uh game game types came from was Forge. Right. They Jump were all rope. born from that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's again, it's one of those things where it's a little disappointing, but I that's mean, all it is. Yeah. The, yeah. it's it is coming so at that point you just you know i mean if it hurts you that much i'd say just wait until you're ready to jump in the pool there's plenty of games out there to play but most people are going to just download and play multiplayer anyway so or if it really hurts you that much re-examine what causes pain to you in the world <laughs> it's probably not <laughs> no. it's probably not a good thing to be in shambles about 
Oh, I mean, you're always going to have dedicated fan bases for that, but I mean, you just got to always set your expectations. So, and those people are going to dive into multiplayer, and it'll be fun to learn the mechanics of that game with multiplayer and get my ass handed to me online, and then be able to take that into the campaign and already be familiar with those controls and yeah. such. So, there's some there's some back and forth, and I'll be, still be playing Master Chief Collection. I've, I've seen that consensus out there a lot too. There's so much in that package still. So, there's there's plenty of Halo, and the next. Uh, steps of plenty of Halo are going to be tiered a little bit, which we weren't expecting, but they are coming. Mm-hmm. December 8th, we got that added. Uh, was there anything else we got? Yeah, 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 there it is in there. Three months after launch is Campaign Co-op. Six months after launch is Forge. Um, Xbox is hosting an event on August 20th. Nope, that's where we got our details at. Uh, yep, all right. That's all the Halo news until 30 minutes from now. Uh, someone tell me about that 10th anniversary of the Skyrims. Uh, I, I'm, I'm be more than happy to tell you, but I figured this would be more up your alley. And <laughs> one of us would take the new next new story. Since Wait, this why is, do you I are get the, the, man of the, why I get the Halo and the Skyrim stories? Because I bought these, every... these are your bread and butters, man. Your love for Skyrim and your love for Halo is synonymous with uh, gaming. Yeah, I guess so. In this podcast. Uh, Cesar's also calling me out for having bought all the previous versions of Skyrim. Yeah, if we don't want more versions of Skyrim, we all just have to stop buying uh, versions of Skyrim. I'm I'm certain I'm in that camp with you. I don't think I've gotten more than two hours in the Skyrim, uh, but I've owned every version of it. VR, um, yes. <laughs> 360, I got, I got every one. So. Brand, do you have all of them? Not all of them, but I do have a few for sure. And I got the play it for a few hours and Which then fall good. off. Ugh. I think I, I, I lucked out and got that one for 29 somewhere, and I haven't seen it that cheap ever since. So It almost seems like it was out of print, right? I Maybe for that little bit. See, it came back somewhere. Somebody had it on sale again at some point a couple months back for like 34 or 39. I can't remember what it was. We are, of, call, of course, talking about the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Anniversary Edition announced for PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, and PC due out November 11th. This comes from Gamatsu. Uh, publisher Bethesda Softworks and developer Bethesda Game Studios have announced the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Anniversary Edition for all those consoles. Uh, the unique, the unique. Um, it's going to include Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Special Edition plus over 500 unique Creation Club elements. O- users who already own the Elder Scrolls V Special Skyrim Special Edition will be able to upgrade to Anniversary Edition for an unannounced cost to access its additional content. Users who own Elder Scrolls V, this is the Path of Victory part. We have to read this. Users who own, I'm not reading that, Skyrim. For PS4, Xbox One, and simply want to upgrade to PS5 and Series X versions of Special Edition, will be able to do that free of charge. Additionally, current and future owners of Skyrim Special Edition on any platform will receive access to three free pieces of Creation Club content, Fishing Survival Mode, and New Quests with Saints and Seducers. Okay, so answer me this. This is a giant package, right? Mm-hmm. Is this is this not just a next-gen upgrade? Is that included for free in the old one? Or have they have they detailed exactly what you get with this and, and whether we have to pay for the... I saw the fee. <sighs> but what does that give you? Does that give you the Creation Club stuff? If yeah, you don't get shit about that, do you just get the, the normal upgrade for free? The anniversary, let's see, an overview of, of what they have. It's their Creation Club. Uh, anniversary edition upgrade includes over 500 unique pieces of content from Creation Club, including quests, dungeons, bosses, weapons, spells, and more. 
Um, I know that they said that it it covers most of the anniversary. All of the anniversary stuff is in here. Uh, I know they they said you know the extra things like being able to fish and all that's in there. Uh, Dragonborn, uh, that's the add-on for Skyrim Journey uh, off the coast of Morrowind. Yeah, those um, three, Dragonborn, Dawnguard, and Dawn Hearthfire. Hearthfire. Those were all yeah, the three all of that stuff. But you can play those on PS3 and 360. Mm-hmm. That's the old add-ons. It's, it's all about this creation club. I would assume that if they are coming to things like PS5 and Series X, that they're going to have those next-gen enhancements. I mean, this what comes out November 11th. Yeah. So I, I'm sure that there will be more trailers or, or things announcing the um frame rates path, path the, to victory yeah and um the dual sense features and uh resolutions and all that so yeah it's like you said I, I don't think they detailed what the next gen enhancements are it just says next gen enhancements i'd be so. interested in that i play so much with the bow in skyrim i would be willing to transfer hopefully transfer my character from ps4 also but hopefully, hopefully have that dual sense, you know, the bow the tension and all trigger. that. And fill that, yeah, that would be really cool. I'm, I'm sure we're, it's, we're gonna have to get that breakdown, like we did with the uh, when Doom got the enhancements, where like all the different modes and all that. That's probably what they're waiting on to see what runs at what frame rate and what runs what ray tracing if it does have it and all that jazz. All the, all the Doom stuff was free, so maybe that stuff ends up being free. Just, just depends on, like you said, Cesar, what the tech, technical breakdowns of that are. And one would assume that the anniversary edition would just go into Game Pass, right? They would upgrade that regular one to that one, or is this your upgrade skew from Game Pass? I guess they you know, both. Some yeah, they haven't really have Game Pass yet. So some people may just have that game, and that's the only game they play. Maybe I don't know. So you could. There's a lot in Skyrim. So expect Skyrim on two more consoles, two native versions. I'm excited to see what those look like to see if they're, I mean, they're going to be based off that special edition, which was already a really good remaster. Um, and even the switch one was a, was a hefty port. Like they pulled off God's work, getting that thing running portable. It's, it's very impressive. So we'll see what, we'll see what this turns into. Uh, the switch version is not mentioned on the Skyrim anniversary edition. That's interesting. I would imagine they would get the creation club and all that on there. So it just all depends. But they didn't even have mods, you know. It was kind of a, mm-hmm. it's kind of a closed off version. It was a good one, but it was a very vanilla version of that special edition. All right, somebody gets the Quake story. Tell us about that Quake. Did sure. we all play it? Also, did everybody uh, play it? I did. I haven't downloaded it and I played it yet. Well. Okay. Uh, yeah. So QuakeCon happened a couple days ago. Uh, what was it? June twenty second, three days ago, actually. Uh, and they made that announcement that uh, Quake was coming to um. Was the PC, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, and it was the original version of Quake, and it's complete with 4K support. Uh, I would imagine the 4K support doesn't apply to the Switch version, <laughs> uh, but everything else does apply, which is the widescreen resolutions, the enhanced models, uh, dynamic lighting, uh, anti-analyzing depth of field, and lots more visual uh, enhancements. Um, this is all from The Verge, from Tom Warner, Tom Warner, Tom Warren, excuse me. Um, uh, basically, that's all that is. I mean, this was a surprise. I think it leaked out early that morning as like achievements started popping up that something mm-hmm. like this was coming. 
Um, they also include uh, all the original Quake expansion packs, so you can go through all the individual chapters on there as well as you can also get the download of the Quake 64 one, um, which I played that one, which looks like a fucking 64 game. I, I think I got like, <laughs> through the first chapter in that one, and it's is like it it's only blurring. on is it only on Switch or is that on all the consoles? I played it on PlayStation 4. You just go oh, into cool. add-ons and download. So oh, cool. that's it. Yeah, uh, I think is the Xbox series x and s1 already out i can't remember that i know that that's what PS- i that's what i played it on through game pass the ps5 one is coming later i think they only have it on ps4 for backwards compatibility i'm not sure on the xbox okay. side i don't know if it's just the xbox one version they haven't come out with the the native uh, series s and x i don't remember uh, it popping up that optimized for xs logo I don't but remember that. I, I know it's coming to both. It's coming to both uh, current gen consoles. So at some point that's coming. And I think if you purchase the older one or you download the older one, then you get the. It's the same thing they're doing. You get the the, the current gen version uh, for free. Great forward path to victory. Yep, it's wonderful. Um, I think they're going. They broke it down a little bit more in here. Uh, you can do four player online mode for the co-op. It's still available. Uh, you can do local split screen. You can do eight-player multiplayer matches with cross-play support. You can also do four-player split-screen local ones as well. Uh, you get this all for $10 unless you have uh, Game Pass. It's included with your Game Pass description. Um, and it's $10 on everything else. Uh, they also came out with a Quake 2. Um, I think that one was free on GOG. I think that's the one I bought mine on. On That was part of that NVIDIA project where they were doing ray tracing in mm-hmm. 2019. Mm-hmm. So they kind of just released it out wide for everybody to to play and i think and that was all part of their celebration this all goes in hand in hand with the the skyrim information you were given earlier so bethesda fest yep very good stuff uh i had within like the past six months or so i've been researching like what's the best version of quake to play because I, I have no nostalgia for quake i never played any of them so i had been looking like which one's the right one to play is it pc is it 64 is it the I know it eventually came to PlayStation when the second one was on PlayStation. So mm-hmm. this was very cool to come out. And the the Nintendo Switch one has the gyro controls that you can you can move around with. Uh, they are they are present in the PS4 one as well. So really, yes. Huh. Which uh, wasn't that bad because uh, I'll talk about it in games play later. It it you you can get around and shoot stuff with it. So it's there, and you can buy passages using the second analog stick. So I would imagine the Xbox One. Maybe be similar. I don't know how they do gyro controls on Xbox. I don't either. I haven't tried it. Yeah, we'll have to kick that round of games play and see what you think. Uh, I feel like I missed a story, did I not? No. Among Us? This is Among Us. Tell us what's Among Us, young Brant. <laughs> is it because I'm the young one? I'm, I'm the hip one. I got to go with Among Us. Yes, because it has something to do with Fortnite. <clears throat> you can, you Fortnite kids have too. to explain the Fortnites to us. So, uh, it was late last week, Fortnite announced a brand new game mode, um, and it was, gosh, what was it, Fortnite Imposters, and it was pretty much just a copy of Among Us. So, this article (laughs) uh, from The Verge uh, via Tom Warren talks about how, kind of how um, the developers of Among Us uh, reacted to this uh, and they talked about how um, the popularity of Among Us was very high of course uh, right. during the pandemic uh, it was free on the Epic Game Store 
Um, and then recently, uh, Epic, they didn't collaborate with Inner Sloth, um, but they just created this new mode in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> a lot of this has to do with the the takes of a lot of the different creators and things. Uh, like this, it says, uh, it would have been really, really cool to collab. Uh, and this was Victoria Tran of Inner Sloth's community director. Um and you know, like mechanics, fine. Those shouldn't be gate kept, uh, but at the very uh, least, even different themes, terminologies make things a little interesting. Yeah. Uh, this is Gary Porter, a developer for Among Us. He tweeted a picture of like the maps side by side, yeah. uh, and the, close. the layouts and everything looks really similar. Uh, and he said it's okay. Uh, it's okay though. They flipped electrical and med bay, and they connected security to cafeteria. Uh, and then it was uh, even around the development of I was. Oh, so he he later said uh, I wasn't even around for the development of what was it skilled skilled, skilled yeah skilled which is the first map uh, in Among Us, uh, and I'm still offended, <laughs> is what he said. Oh. Uh, so and then later even Inner Sloths. Uh, co-founder uh, Marcus Bromand, uh, Bromander yeah. um, ha- said, uh, I don't think that was it? I don't think that leads to healthy oh, we didn't just, patent just about patenting yeah. the mechanics like- they didn't pa- patent the, the mechanics of Among Us, the, yeah. you know, everything in Among Us, you know, they, it, that doesn't lead to healthy game industry um, but, you know it, they they could have put in a little bit more effort, um, put their own spin on things and things like that, rather than essentially just doing a blatant ripoff. Yeah. So, I mean, I see there's a lot of these like among us kind of clones going around, but I think Fortnite is the, the biggest, uh, kind of game franchise to kind of, and latest really to do it. So I think that that's where a lot of this heat has come from is, you know, they could have collabed or they could have changed it a little bit more, but they, and you can, you can go look at the tweets and everything for yourself, like the the map and (laughs) it's, it's really, really close. I mean, Epic, uh, they, with the Fortnite crew specifically, they've kind of ate games from the beginning. They took that Fortnite Mm -hmm. building thing and took mechanics from PUBG and built that into their own Royale thing. Who else did they? But I mean, it, there were some it, other popular mechanic in between these two that they aped something off of. And well, I mean, they uh, Epic collabs with everybody all the time. I mean, Master yeah. Chiefs in there. Um, yeah, they're getting Kratos. out Aloy. Uh, Kratos is in there. Uh, I mean, they've marvel uh star wars i mean they've got so many different franchises and characters and things that they've brought into this universe and collabed with so many different companies to get these things in there that i mean it would have been cool if they reached out to inner sloth and yeah just make it official yeah could have been done Mm mm-hmm it's kind of like what they get bad news for. So, um, I mean, is anybody really surprised? So, not me. It's just, especially with a studio like uh, 
they're a small group, the Inner Sloth and Among Us really took off over the past what eighteen months or so. Mm-hmm. And it was just when, like, oh, well, I was just going to say when it had been around actually for a heck yeah. of a lot longer. That's right, like two years before that or something, right? And they were planning on doing a sequel. And then pandemic had people shut in and they started, you know, it was a good way to connect and play multiplayer and things like that. I, I still haven't played it yet. Brent, didn't it take up your yeah. household for a little while? It's a, it's a fun little party game. Yeah, it seems like it'd be a good one. All right. Boo on Epic. Maybe they'll rectify that. They're awful. Yeah, they don't give a <laughs> shit. Um, oh, they would, they would they be more so likely to just buy Inner Sloth. And yeah, and that's one way of looking at it. Just throw money at them. If you can't beat them, make them join you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here's a hefty news bit. This is all the Gamescom stuff from opening night live, which was the Keeley show. Uh, this is accumulated gracefully for us by Adam Bankhurst at IGN. I usually don't source from IGN, but this seems like a pretty good one. Brent, you picked a, a great one. Yeah, they usually do a good summary of of shows of these events i've I've noticed their articles as far as summarizing events cons um big shows and everything they they do the the best and cleanest rundown of everything here's everything announced at so and so uh we got another look at halo infinite and it was the multiplayer that we got a a look at i said the same thing again uh, that's when we also got the date for December 8th, 2021. The release date was revealed alongside a multiplayer trailer focused on Commander Lorette Agrina, who will be one of the main characters featured in the first season of Halo Infinite's multiplayer. Uh, the bigger Halo-centric news that we got is to celebrate the 20th anniversary, a special Halo Infinite Xbox Elite Wireless Controller Series 2 will be released. And that we are also looks good. It, <laughs> I'm I'm never been tempted to buy the elite controller, but that is actually a pretty decent looking. Uh, it's not forerunnery like the next thing we're yeah. gonna talk about. It looks like it's got the g- muted greens of Master Chief's armor and such. It, it does look pretty sharp, and the orange, uh, the clicky D pad thing that they have on those is like his mm-hmm. visor color. Yeah, it's pretty sharp. Uh, the thing I was alluding to is of course a Halo version of the Series X console. Uh, which apparently I had to look at what exactly I was looking at, but apparently it does it's, not look good. <laughs> I don't like it at all. It's horrible. And it I love Halo stuff. And it just looks bad. And that controller looks bad. I don't <laughs> like it. It's, it's very forerunner-ish. Uh, apparently it is Chief's helmet, the top of it, and he's looking out at the night sky of Zeta Halo, which is where you're going to, where the game's going to take place. It's what so you always. So always what you want to see versus playing a video game. You just want to see Master Chief looking up at the sky. Yeah, that's that's what I was going for in a console. Well, you have you have so much real estate as the console is like vertical. <laughs> they have to go, but unless unless you're like me and you lay it sideways, and then it's just Master Chief laying on a pillow looking. At they the had sky. they had such a chance to make this the Xbox Series SX, or well, I guess they only said this is going to be the X, yeah. uh, but Craig Edition. Yeah, they could have made a Craig edition. I would have got yeah. some laughs. They were they were concerned about uh, anybody bringing their significant other home. They were like, "What the fuck's that black box is sending straight up?" It's like <laughs> we give them this, we can they can explain to them. It's Master Chief looking at the night sky. Like, is it not any any worse than that? So that's bad. It just does the the stars look fine. Like if it wasn't so yeah. angular at the bottom with the stars, the stars look okay. Yeah. But maybe. Just do the Halo. You have this giant box. Do the Halo like all the way through. That would have been cool. 
it's on all the other marketing. Look at it, even on the news article. Look in the background. It's it's there. You could have done that. Yeah, I don't know. It's not for hey. me. I will not be yeah. tempted to get one of these. And they're five forty nine. Yeah, somebody will buy it. Does it come with? Well, everybody's buying it. They went up today, and people are going crazy. Yeah. Does it come with anything extra for that five forty nine, or is it just nah. the special edition? Uh, I don't think so. Controller, console. I mean, it, it, I mean, you can barely get a Series X as it is, so I don't think people give yeah. a fuck. They'll pay fifty dollars more versus paying five hundred dollars more. So, I'm more interested to see what this box looks like. I think I'm interested in the box. So if somebody gets it and they're gonna throw away their box, let me know. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna have Master Chief all over it, like our box. <laughs> it probably will look very, very similar to our box. He'll be on the back of it, and then the front will just have this same image we're looking at here. Okay. Actually. I- on the back of it, you just have images of uh, co-op and forge modes. <laughs> Coming soon. Yeah. Complete the circle. Coming soon next year. Yeah, the back of the Xbox uh, series boxes always have to show whatever game's coming out next year, like not something you can currently play. Maybe that's what they're going for. Uh, we're getting a Saints Row reboot. A brand new Saints Row will be released February 25th, 2022, so that's not very far off. For PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC, the first trailer gives fans a look at the new city of Santa Ileso, which appears to take inspiration from the American Southwest. There are three main gangs in this new reboot, and the opening night live show also shared the first glimpse of gameplay footage. I think more Saints Row is always a good thing. I'm not I'm not anti Saints Row. Had a lot of fun mm. with the third one, multiplayer online. It was that was a good time. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Fire Access's first Marvel XCOM game officially announced. This actually looks cool, kind of cool. Reminds me of the old uh, what X Men Legends, but it was um, was it Marvel Ultimate Universe, Ultimate Alliance. Mm-hmm. But this is very XCOM-centric of those. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns is a new strategy game. It looks to be a super-powered version of the studio's XCOM franchise. While the game will feature customizable superheroes, it will also feature iconic Marvel characters like Iron Man, Wolverine, Captain America, Captain Marvel, and more. The game is set to be released in March 2022, and the first gameplay will be revealed September 1st, 2021. So very close to um, gameplay reveal. I will let someone else pick up from the next news story. Regarding and, uh, Horizon. So Horizon Forbidden West was confirmed to have their release date changed to 2022, uh, delayed out of 2021, as the rumors were stating. Uh, this will release both on PS5 and PS4 February 18, 2022. I think that was the original month it was released on in the first game, if I was not mistaken. Like, to- towards the end of that month, I believe. It, it's cl- it's either close or it's right on, yeah. Uh, you got We got an extended look at a Call of Duty Vanguard campaign, which was revealed. Uh, and Polina, which is one of his main characters. Um, the off-delayed Lego Star Wars Skywalker <laughs> Saga has finally got a release window, not a release date. Uh, it's been pushed back since, what, spring of 2021, yeah. and it's into 2022. I mean, we can't give it any shit because, you know, the pandemic kind of changed everything, so yeah. we don't know how that was affected. This one covers all the movies, right? Complete saga. The, all nine movies, yeah. Um... Then we got, uh, I think, nine minutes of footage for uh, Death Stranding Director's Cut. And this shows off the new items, features, and missions, including a jetpack. Of course. Uh, which will release September 24th. Um, they just kind of went into all the new features that are in, in this uh, Director's Cut that's not supposed to be called Director's Cut. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Far Cry 6 gets a new story trailer. Um, it's not a description under here, so I don't know what was done in the new story trailer. I just know I purchased the mispriced one for $59.99, which is a gold edition that comes with the season pass, and I'll play when that <laughs> I'm comes there, out. I'm there with you. Someone <laughs> fucked up. Yep. Um, as Richard had alluded earlier today in the text chat to all of us, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn got a 60 frames per second update for PS5. Um I try to remember, and Richard, you may be able to recall what was in there. I know it was the 60 frames per second. They kind of oh, tweaked some of the uh, some of the game modes on there. I, I don't think they have that lower one. I think that everything's a higher visibility mode. I think. Yeah, they mm-hmm. took out the combined game mode. Yeah. Hey, I got the clip here. The update is update 1.53. Unlock frame rate to 60 frames per second when running on PS5 in backwards compatibility mode. Fix streaming performance issues when running on PS5. And the one you were referring to removed graphics mode option from the visual settings yeah. when running on a PS5 console in backwards compatibility mode. Seems like it just runs uh, runs at whatever that detail setting it needs running or whatever it's doing there. So. Which I, I kind of like. Like I, ha- I like having options, but it's almost like they know if you have a PS5, like here, here's how you need to play this game. We also got a capital J-E-T-T. Jet, the Far Shore, uh, PS4, PS5, and PC release date which was announced, which is uh, October 5th, 2021. I think this is what uh, one of the ones that Shuhei was working on in his Indies label. Um, so I'm assuming this will come first on PlayStation and then eventually fall to other platforms later. Uh, we got more footage of um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Uh, we show that April O'Neil is a playable character. Oh, this looks yeah. good. This still looks so good. I I'm want this so bad right copy. now. Yeah. Um, this, I think uh, that we got the confirmation that this fell into 2022 after this announcement. I think they mentioned that. And it was confirmed outside of that as well. Uh, I think so far this has been announced for PC and Switch. Um, Amazon's New World That's Open it? Beta announced post-launch plans teased. Uh, I think there's MMMO New World will open will go into open beta September 9th through the 12th ahead of its uh, September 28th release date. So this will be the first, first, first game from Amazon Studios, I'm assuming. I don't know uh, nothing about this one. Have you all seen any clips or anything? Mm-mm. No, I have no idea. I think at this point, most people just wrote off most of Amazon Studio games because they seem to just <laughs> fall into the ether. So no, no offense to them, but it seems like good on them to finally get something out. Uh Riders Republic public beta now open to everyone. Uh, this is a Ubisoft game, which they announced, I think, what was it, last year? Last E3? It wasn't this one. Uh, the game beta, game's beta is coming out um, this month on a, three days, the 28th. Uh, got some more details on Sifu. They got a release date for February uh, for PC and consoles. That still looks good, and I'm kind of hoping we get it as like a PlayStation Plus game. It seems yeah. like it would be one of those good headlining ones. Yeah. It's, this one's a very, this one's I think a very heavily PlayStation invested mm-hmm. one. I mean, this is that's a where I've seen one. it. So yeah. it's probably I would imagine it's a good bet. I, I would imagine Jet might. I would have said Jet would have been a good bet for that too, but then they already had the pre-orders for Jet on the store, and you get a discount with Plus. So it doesn't seem like this would be a free yeah. game, gotcha. or not a free game, but a PlayStation Plus game. Let me reiterate. Uh, Devolver Digital's Call of the Lamb was revealed. Um, I did not watch this video, so I can't describe what it is in any of y'all. Nope. I don't know what that No description is, yeah. on this, so if you want it, uh, I would look for <laughs> on IGN's page or on YouTube to find out what it's about. And, and you uh, know if you like Devolver games, it's probably going to be up your alley. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Splitgate Season 0 announced, and it's out now. Um, I downloaded this. I yep. downloaded this, but I haven't played it yet. It's supposed to be like Halo and Portal combined. 
So what is this yeah. on? It's on uh, everything or there's literally no information on this. So I downloaded it on Xbox, but I think it's I think it's everything. I think it's PS4, Xbox, and uh, PC. All right. PS PS4, uh, PlayStation. You're the, you're the expert, so you downloaded it. Uh, <laughs> I'm the expert on the split gate. <laughs> you did more in split gate than any of us have done. Yes, I, I downloaded. Speak for Brent, so uh, maybe no. that's accurate or not. It's all Richard. So we uh, got some more details on Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Uh, they announced that Morgana is going to be a playable character on some post launch DLC. Uh, so I'm assuming that there will be more characters coming to the fray. Is my assumption. So There's I guess they're well, they've this franchise. So they keep announcing more and more characters. I don't think we've talked about any of them. We have, but I know who, who else is in there. Uh, Sonic and Tails. Um, Zuma, Kiru. Zuma, yeah. Kiru. From Yakuza, uh, um, Beat from Jet Set. That's right. Is in there. Yep. And most, most of them, <laughs> most sure. all of them are in the game unlockable. So it's not like paid DLC. It's just you unlock them through playing the game. Yeah. I'm I think... kind of excited for this one. It's Forty bucks. <laughs> I know. Are y'all too? <laughs> uh, Morgana is the first one that is. Um... Post DLC and in more yeah. this costs money. It's five dollars. Okay. Um, we're almost there, folks. Uh, yeah, I had to reload the page here. I had to go back and get the details. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution Two release date's been revealed. That's November 9, twenty twenty one. That heavy, heavy the day after Halo. I don't know what people will do after that. Uh, Halo December. Yep. Month uh, before, excuse me. Doke V, the creature catching MMO from the Black Desert Online team, looks like a shiny, colorful dream. Is their word? <laughs> like didn't watch any of this, so I'm not sure what it refers to. Uh, all it says on here is that has players befriending strange creatures called Doki V that gain power from the dreams of people. Sounds like a wild ride. Uh, park management game with impossible roller coasters. So Park Beyond is a Sounds new like Namco and Limbic Entertainment. Uh, that features a concept called impossification that makes park rides into creations that defy the laws of engineering, engineering and physics. Um, Valheim's Hearth and Home update releases this September. Valheim's Hearth and Home update will become available September 16th and is focused on improving the game's core base building and survival mechanics. And Valheim is like a freaking beast. It sold so many copies when it first came out, and there's a lot of people that still play it on Steam. Um, Dead Mouse uh, is making a music experience inside another game platform. Uh, Overhaul. What does that mean? Hossley is a virtual world and music experience created inside the game creation platform Core. I don't know what Core is. I don't know what it pertains to, so I cannot speak to this. Um, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt Toretto Clan gameplay trailer revealed. And you'll probably have to go online and look for that. Uh, I can't describe it. I haven't seen it. Is that uh, the remaster or is that the new Vampire the Masquerade? This should be the new one, I imagine. Okay. I don't know. There's there's also visual novel versions of uh, Vampire the Masquerade out there. So there's multiple skews bouncing around with that name. So, uh, Which, obviously, this is not it. But, you know, I, I don't know off memory. Um, UFL is a new soccer game looking to take on FIFA's dominance. Um, that was a free-to-play soccer game coming to all consoles uh, to take on both FIFA and eFootball. eFootball is being Konami's old, uh, what was that, uh, license they had for their football um, game? 
That was right on the tip of my like tongue. Like PES Pro, like Pro Evolution Soccer PES. Yeah. Um, the terrifying, terrifying Outlast Trials gameplay reveal. This is a new one in the Outlast game. Uh, the Outlast Trials is a survival horror game set during the Cold War that will not only scare you, but will also let you bring along a friend to be scared as well. Um, Have y'all played any of those Outlast games? I own some copies of it. Uh, I've seen people play it online. It's that whole first-person view on there. Um, a lot of the the gameplay in the second one is very yabe. Um, Meaning? Uh, stop. Uh, it's like penises hanging around. you got monsters chasing you. It's uh, Somebody's getting... Taking advantage of in the okay, in the desert. I'm trying to find a better word than taking advantage of. Ugh, that works. Uh, so I would describe it as yabe. Um, next up, so yeah, it's all psychological hardness. Usually in that whole vein of you hiding and running, and you're not a combative person. And when you do have to kill somebody, it's in a room that's filled with uh, puzzle-based decisions where you have to uh, initiate a trap to kill said person that you're supposed to gotcha. kill in that time. Gotcha. Um, that seems to be the the way the game is. Mostly jump scares and fear of trying to get stuff done in the time limit. Um, there you go. I described it. Uh, sink That's off perfect. Planet. I have the perfect understanding <laughs> of this game now. I had nothing going in. I just knew it was horror. I'm pretty sure all of us have it at some point. I think it was a PlayStation Plus game at some point. Uh, maybe in the PS4 era, given into like year two or three of it. So at some point, one. I think we all have like Outlast 2. I'm fairly certain of it probably don't have the dlc though uh synced off planet gets a new story trailer um synced off planet is a new pvpve uh, shooter that combines survival elements crafting base building and more gameplay also features up to 50 players and 1000 corrupted human cyborgs called nanos i haven't heard anything about this at all but it seems to be taking everything that's popular in gaming right now so crafting yeah. base building and more and all that and the- and the PvPVE is a is a big thing right now, like the Left 4 Dead type stuff coming back. And then finally, Century Age of Ashes is a free-to-play multiplayer game filled with dragons. Um, that's the only context that's I have it. on this. Uh, I apologize, <laughs> everyone. I didn't watch majority or any of these videos, so I can't describe in great detail what these are about. So we got there. Just me reading you a bedtime story. Oh yeah, Sumi. And we got there. Yeah, that's Gamescom. Um, that was that was as of recording this tonight's Gamecom news because yesterday there's still I mean, more happening. It says developing on the bottom. So yeah, there's there's more happening. There's yesterday was Microsoft show and they showed off like, um, what was it? Uh, Not Forza, Halo. Forza Horizon uh, trailers and more stuff for Psychonauts and there's a new there's a new controller. Uh, uh, Forza Horizon that one controller. actually looks pretty good. It's got like yeah. see-through it's got, plastic. Yeah, Please it's got the clear plastic. This. Is it going to be the cost of a console again? We're doing this again. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's it. I remember. I I heard it's kind of pricey, but I mean, honestly, they uh, they've got to step up their game and and make the custom controllers a little bit nicer and different because since they brought back the uh, what's it the creation design lab, lab. Yeah. yeah design lab. I mean, if if they make it something semi-generic, people can just go into the lab and, you know, make something similar or make it the exact same, you know? I've seen a lot of good ones. Like, I've seen Super Nintendo-colored ones and things like that uh, that just look really sharp. People uh, better design. And that that goes to show 
Yeah, that goes to show that, I mean, that lab works well if you can unleash people's creativity to do stuff like that instead of limiting it. So, you know, a lot of people do it and they make what they want on there. So uh, even that one from what uh, Jason from uh, Giant Bomb, I think he posted on there with like killer clowns all over his. I'm like, I was like, I was trying to figure out how the hell did he get something that could be potentially copyrighted on there, you know, like a JPEG image on there. But I guess uh, they'll let you do it. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're not going to let Brand go on there and put like a one piece controller and be like, oh, ship it to yeah. me. You know, and like, I don't think that's going to fly. So, you know. It's a pretty cool service. Would y'all like to see like Nintendo and Sony offer that as a custom? Maybe have graphics from games that you could throw in there if it's, if yeah. it's not just a color scheme thing, but just put a an overlay or something in there. Be cool. Has Sony ever done? Well, the PS3 they kind of branched out a little bit. They had like the SOCOM ones, and uh, you remember the MLB the Show one that was white with the red baseball stitches on it. That one looked pretty mm-hmm. cool. I mean, well, let's be honest. I mean, the, the the original PS3 and then, you know, the PS4s have detachable tops. I mean, they never did anything with those. So outside of, you know, just yeah. getting the fan on it. I mean, when they could have done something like faceplates like they did for the 360. So it's true. I bought a couple of those faceplates. I like that concept. <laughs> I thought it was neat. Yeah. All right. We're ready to get a games played. Let's do it. Yes, we can. Yeah. So that's our list. Let's kick off with Quake. Uh, mine's going to be brief because I played played the first three episodes or the first three levels of the first episode they go by episodes right and how it breaks down did you get to the first boss uh i I played the i played the first three levels you literally the next level would have been the boss Ah. for that chapter and you would have moved you would have completed that chapter oh wow okay i might not i might try to knock that out because the levels are only like two or three minutes a piece i guess starting off they're not lengthy I don't want to take from you, but yeah, this is like um same developer from Doom, and this is kind of like yeah. a it's a lot more slower pace compared to Doom, where Doom they expect yes. you to quickly. This one kind of like you can take your time, uh, Persona Five style. So yeah, I liked. I mean, it, it feels like a successor to Doom. It doesn't feel like rocket science above Doom. It's a very you can see you know it's not pixel shifting like the enemies are not pixels as they move around and scale and such. Uh, they're actually three D characters. But I, I guess it's like there's no story, there's no lore. You're just and this is a product of its era. I'm not knocking. Plenty of people are going to have nostalgia for for this game. I just never played it when it was new. This story is my was on the back of the box, sir. Yeah, that, there there was there's a there was a booklet for the game. The story was in that booklet. That's what it was. Ah. It was that era, like the you know the OG. Well, this one was an early early PC game. So this was yeah. there there was a book for it. You know, I don't know how it would have looked on the if you had a complete set of Quake '64 or not. So. I think I just have the, the game. I think I have Quake 2. I don't know. I don't know which ones physically, but I don't think I have the boxes for those. But uh, I mean, it was good. It was it, it was one of those. It was a it was a more fleshed out, more modern version of Doom to me. But I don't know how much I'll go back to spend in it. It was fun that it's on Game Pass and it was like 200 megs or something crazy, maybe 800 megs. It was just like a real quick download just to to drop into it and try it out. I do want to try out the co-op because that's that's always my draw with a bunch of games. And I would love to play some of that co-op, especially with somebody who can appreciate Quake like it seems like you have, Cesar. Yeah, that's going to be um, that was the appeal to Quake back in the day. And when I, I mean, when I first got a PC and I upgraded the graphics card, I think I was in like ninth grade. Uh, Quake and Quake 2 was one of those games I played a lot on there um, to kind of. How, how quickly did those come out in su- succession? Like, were they a quick turn about for that second one 
They were fairly quick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, within a year's time, I mean, they were, ID was known to, you know, kind of make slight improvements to their engine and kind of change up the story and go on there. I mean, right. Uh, Romero just did what the final part for Doom, you know, when they stuck it in the original Doom not too long ago when they released those out there. So for the final campaign. So. That was always a cool touch. Yeah. yeah. Letting them go back and do those type things. So, I mean, you know, they were always pretty open about that. I mean, before then, you know, they're doing Commander Keen. You know, ID was like doing a very big, uh, very big in the PC world. I mean, they would branch out here with Doom on what Super Nintendo here and there with the red cartridge. And yeah, uh, so my first, my first first-person Saturn. shooter ever is uh, Wolfenstein 3D. Me and Russell would play it together. One of us ran the keyboard and the other one ran the mouse. And then you get yelled at in German as you uh, kill somebody, right? <laughs> I actually recently played the Super Nintendo version via emulation where they stripped out like, you know, it's Castle Wolfenstein. It's a World War II game. And the PC port has Hitler on the wall. And a lot of the walls are secret. So you can like go to a painting and hit the hit the secret in the wall and move back. So it's Hitler, but without the mustache. Uh, they turn the dogs into rats. <laughs> they don't yell German stuff at you. It's just like, hey, stop. <laughs> Yeah. It's just, it's so different. I had to see what it looked like. It is so drastically different. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was a product of its time, you know, so a lot of people felt games were aimed at uh, young children, you know, so a lot of that stuff was heavily. Uh, yeah, I want to try that. I want to try that co-op and, and see how that is. But yeah, until, yeah, we don't get get too off the deep end here. So yeah, I mean, Quake's been known for the co-op. I mean, I played a lot of Quake 3 uh, back in college. Uh, that's a lot, a lot of fun. Um, you can't get up to those levels on here because I think on Quake 3 it was like 32 people or 64 people going to be in a room. And it was like if, wow. you did, if you did rockets only, it was crazy because like if you did on like a flat area and there was a cube and there's nothing but space. So if you fall off, you died instantly. And then it was just a, you, as soon as you drop in the room, it's just rockets sailing past you. It's like, <laughs> and it's just like you just trying to just jog and survive and just shoot off a rocket to kill somebody before it kills you. And it's like you're just there's times I just spawning and I'm dying, just exploding in pieces and just waiting to reload the lab. So to reload in the level, it's, it's a lot of fun. I've always um, wanted to experience that because I know that Quake Halo borrowed a lot from Quake as far as multiplayer goes. And, and I'd like to experience that, too. Was that a time and place thing, or do you think this PS3 or the PS3? Do you think this remaster of Quake 3 will add to the player base for that? I mean, if we ever get a remaster of Quake 3, who knows? So, I mean, I think the closest this is just a port. These two are ports. Well, this one, like the Quake one, is just a it's a, a port done by Night Dive. So, yeah. um, and then you Speaking know, the of Quake, which, great the job Quake. for them. They've yeah. they've kind of carved out this niche of these old PC games. Great job for them. Yeah, like you said, they've had their hands in Turok. Um, they've uh, working on the Blade Runner one right now. So I mean, that, and the System Shock, they're trying to get System, System Shock two out there. Seems like they announced a lot. Uh, it does take them a while to get out there, but they're they're getting it done. They're not like some other companies where announced a whole bunch of stuff and just kind of just projects everywhere, but you're not sure which one to prioritize. Right. Um. But yeah, it's like you said. I mean, for me and my version, I think you played the Xbox One. You'll probably go back and check yours. I think the gyro uh, sensor was available on mine. Uh, that flowed fine. Um, I could technically just run around with the left analog stick and use my controller and tilt it up and down and aim for it. And it that's pretty felt, cool. Felt pretty smooth. It wasn't too fast. It wasn't too slow. It seemed like it was uh, geared pretty well. I didn't do it, of course, because that's not my thing. But the options there, <laughs> and it's great for people who you know want to have that uh, that option. Yep. Um, it does smooth smooth. Uh, I haven't had any hiccups with it. So as you turn, oh, it, was, you can it turn ran first. butter smooth. Yeah, mm -hmm. very very well. It's a like I said, it's a, it's a it's a very fun game because like I said, this one's not like the whole 
there was some demonic stuff in there where, you know, Doom pulled a lot of that on there. And there's some, like, religious Im- imagery in there as well. But a lot of this took place in, like, it's similar to, like, Doom where it takes place in space on another planet. And it's more of a fantasy one versus the sci-fi-esque, uh, if you go based off the story. So, story's completely yeah. in book. I'm telling you now. You have to go online and look at the story. There's a story in there, but. I'll check it out just to add game. some context to it. Yeah. I mean, how much did you need in Doom or Wolfenstein? You got it's captured part- by the Nazis. Get out. It's probably like literally two pages, like you said. It's probably very premised to set up like, okay, this is what happened to you. This is what you need to do, and here's your final boss type situation. While we're talking about Night Knife, too, we didn't put this in news, but they've announced a, a port of Power Slave is coming to, uh, I believe it was all consoles and PC, too, which some regions got as exhumed, but it's like a, it's like Quake or Doom. It's a, a first-person shooter of that ilk uh, with a like a ancient Egyptian theme to it. And I've, I've always been curious be about it. Yeah, I've always been curious about it, but it's so expensive on, bo- on both PlayStation and Saturn. And this one's going to combine the best versions of both the PlayStation and the Saturn ones, those builds. So that looks pretty good. Some news in our games played. Um, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll get embraced by a company later, sooner or later. <laughs> they're going to get embraced. <laughs> I mean, they that, that company that embraced uh, 3D Realms. and um, That's right. We didn't put that in news either at some point. I think we mentioned it before. I think you might have mentioned it before. Yeah. Or Brian might have mentioned it before. I think it was in there at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they were known to make those type of games so as well. So I wouldn't be surprised. So. Let them go. Like I said, they've carved out this niche and, and just keep these rolling. Make these more available on these on current platforms. Because you look down this list, like uh, Blade Runner, like you were saying, System Shock 2. Uh, they worked on the Doom 64 port last year. Uh, Shadow Man Remastered. Uh, Forsaken was one of their big ones. They did both the Turoks. So Pretty much every in- N64 game. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. They're N64 port masters. Yeah. I'll finish up games played. I did a little bit more on Halo. That's just been kind of lunchtime, lunch break sort of deal. Um, a good story uh, about an online experience. I had someone a couple weeks back and they just it was on a Saturday night session and they just handed me my ass. And I was I was literally screaming at them at the TV and I won't use their gamer tag, but they were killing me so bad. I was just like, damn, these people. (laughs) I was we got beat and I was so glad we got out of that game because that person just had my number. And then I see the thing at the bottom pops message from it was it was from this person. I'm like, oh, my God, sure. I got to face the music. We got beat. He he handled me. It is what it is. Let's go ahead. And they said, uh, good game. I'm like, okay, there we go. I said, uh, you were really good. Enjoyed it. Let's play again. And they said, uh, no, I just got lucky. And they added me as a friend. And that was been, that's probably been three or four weeks. And they hit me up. Uh, it was a couple days ago, just for the, the same type games that we play, the action sack, where it's just, you know, crazy stuff. And uh, like Fiesta, where the weapons rotate or, cannon fodder where you start off with a fuel rod cannon and try to defend areas and and they added me and i came we were on the same team they didn't have a headset i i say he because i see the avatar but uh they added me and we played like three rounds together and it was just hey this is somebody i met that plays halo and it worked it worked out it doesn't happen very often but for all the bad stories that you hear and things like that i do want to throw out you know that was a good experience from somebody in the community because I used to get I used to get your trash messages and now I get reported for cheating and I'm not that good <laughs> but I get under people's skin I guess. Please, and, please uh, sell your console bullshit. Please sell your console. Quick yeah. 
And so I'm, I'm playing right next to Dale, right? Dale's right next to me. We get our asses handed to us this round. And I I get a message. He gets a message. I'm like, oh, God, what is this? It's from the same person. And mine said, uh, donate your Xbox. And it says, throw away your Xbox. <laughs> oh, but you can't help but laugh. Uh Donate your Xbox. Yeah. Don't, I, don't even sell it. Just give it to somebody yeah. who, who can do better than you. Yeah. Give it to someone who's more competent than you are. Uh, the last game I want to finish with, uh, this was kind of a list of shame <laughs> or a game of shame off the list. And I've been threatening to play this for a couple weeks now. Uh, I started Dead Space on uh, the Xbox Series X. It's like auto HDR enabled through the EA Play integration with Game Pass. I have a hard copy, but it's right there and it's like seven gigs. And as soon as I got into this, I couldn't put it down. And I went all the way for, through the first chapter, like immediately. And it just, I've been craving Resident Evil 4. I've been craving um, Gears of War. And it just has this, like, it's so perfectly designed in, in gameplay, in atmosphere, in story, in I love how the little bits are – this goes back to, like, Medal of Honor or something where you could bit, get bits of lore that are stuck, like, behind chairs and things like that where you, you find a notepad or this one is good about um, audio logs. And they're not just randomized. Like, a lot of the audio logs, the story carries along. So, like, as I'm following in the footsteps of these engineers that came before me because you're on the ship and you have no clue what happened, uh, these audio logs are kind of telling the story of the mayhem that's breaking loose. And it just – the pacing is wonderful. The way it wraps you around and and your character Isaac gets separated from the very beginning. Okay, I guess I should back up. You're on a ship that is answering a call to a ship that has been, you was know. It, was it Ishimura? Ishimura is the ship you're headed to. And they put out a stress call, I believe. And you kind of crash land on it. You're what? an engineer. You're an engineer, remember? Yeah, they don't give you a name. You're like, you're an engineer. Come on, you're an engineer. That's all they kept telling, referring you as before they give you a name. <laughs> and there's only three people in the ship. I'm looking yeah. around like, who are you? Who's here to fix the ship? <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, oh my god. He's a silent protagonist so far, except for like some of the grunts and things like that through the face mask. But uh, you crash land. The pacing's very good. The intro is very similar to, I would say, Bioshock, where you're immediately immersed in this universe. You don't have any. It's not like Skyward Sword where you're trying to catch cats and shit, and it's not really getting you into the swing of things. Um, the the weapon you get, the iconic uh, like plasma cutter, um, it's 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 an engineering tool, and they they integrate that into the story and into the gameplay, and it's just so satisfying because the game will will direct you to almost like Resident Evil 4 did, where you could shoot somebody in the knee and it would drop them down, or they would come with you with a pitchfork, and if you hit their hand. You know, that would affect them or you could shoot it out of the air. But they start off with some basic enemies that you want to take the legs out of. And then they start ending up. I had these things with like three tentacles and you had to knock out the three tentacles on it before you could stomp it. And um, a friend of the show, Renee, is in the chat. He says, play the second. It's even better. Watch the movie. It takes place before the first. Should I have watched the movie first, <laughs> Renee? Yeah, don't worry, and then you'll play the third one, and then you'll have a bad taste in your mouth. So. I'm playing the third one with somebody because I know it's co-op. But it's just, man, the way they, it, it's I almost call, like Metroid. Army of Two. Army of Two space. Yeah. Isaac's Army of Two. I'm sorry, Richard. Yeah, continue. No, but just the way the level, because your, your, your ship crash lands on the Ishimura, and you're going to, like, turn on lights or something. I don't know. It's the first thing. And you immediately get separated from the other two people. And they're like, hey, we're here. 
uh, you go down. Well, we're in the control room. We're turning on these. And the way they like shift the doors opening and there's a uh, Renee says it's an anime movie. It's he said it's even better off to check it out, Renee. But the way the gameplay segments are broken up and the pacing is so good. And here here's my favorite thing. This needs to be in every game because I get lost in every game. I get lost in Wolfenstein 3D. You click the right stick and Isaac like puts this thing on the floor and it tells you where to go. And I love that because I get lost everywhere. So I'm clicking that right stick. and like, yep, that's where I got to go. The machine room. And it just, man, the jump scares are good. The first, I had to stop after that first chapter. I started the second chapter. It was late at night and I was down here by myself with headphones on and I tapped out and I was like, nope, I need something light. I just need to, <laughs> I just need to step back and, and do something different for a minute because I was playing with headphones and it was super immersive and it just, I know why people are clamoring for a new one. Just like that appreciation I got for Mass Effect when I beat that first Mass Effect. It's like, I get it. I know why people want more Dead Space and why they want why they want to return to this universe. Because it's just, and there's no HUD. Uh, your ammo is on your weapons, which it's not quite Resident Evil of Dead Space yet. So I'm not running out of a lot of ammo. But And your health is like up your spine on the back. So when you start oh. taking damage, it, it drops down. <laughs> Sir, I don't want to give your hopes up, but wait till you get closer to the end. It's going to can become the you're going to be uh, like wishing, yeah. like, why did I waste this ammo? Yeah. Oh, no. It used to the fact it becomes that game. It oh. used to the beginning of this game where you you shoot somebody down and instead of finishing them off with ammo, you stomp on them. I'm doing Just make that. sure I'm you, doing that you get lot. into that habit. They'll save you a lot of bullets. I'm doing that a lot. And I when I get extra ammo, I start throwing stuff in the uh, the safe like there's a safe that you can do. Uh, there's a shop where you can upgrade your suit. You can upgrade the weapons with like these power core things at a bench. So it has crafting, but it's almost like that original or the Tomb Raider reboot where I didn't hate the. I don't like crafting in games. I don't want to have to try to figure that stuff out. But it's almost like that first Tomb Raider where you're just you're adding pieces to the weapons. So like when you get one of these, you can decide if you want your plasma cutter to have more damage or have uh, a faster reload, that kind of stuff. And I haven't really. So I have one. There was one scare that got me and I wasn't able to focus and I died, but that's really the only time I died. Uh, there's a part in, I think it's chapter three, you're going down a hallway. It comes out of nowhere. This tentacle like grabs Isaac and slams him on the ground and then pulls you through the through the hallway. And every time the tentacle yanks on you, it resets where you're trying to aim your plasma cutter. And it was just so tense and <laughs> I loved it, man. Game is so good. It's so full of atmosphere. It's uh, it's really incredible. It's good game design. It's good and it it's was fresh and it was impeccable game design, especially mm-hmm. from that time. You know, God, all you got was Resident Evil tank controls, uh, puzzle solving, and that one to kind of change the direction and then go with all cheap scares on there. So I mean, there's some in there. I mean, they but, aren't, and some of them are earned. Like you'll go down a new hallway and something runs across in front of you, and instead of coming after you, it like climbs into this great to your right and just goes off somewhere I'm like, all right yeah i guess that guy's coming back at some point uh there's some disturbing stuff i watched a character slit their throat with a saw i don't know what's something's happening to all these people they're being overtaken by something and i'm sure i'm gonna find out at some point but it's just damn it's really good but i can't take a whole lot of it in in one sitting it uh it starts to weigh on me and the, the tense like i get tense almost like the end of a PUBG round where I'm just on edge and it's like, I can't do this. My heart's pounding. If I was streaming more regularly and did one of those heart monitors or something like that, this would be an interesting (laughs) one to do. Did you play, have you played all these three of these brand or did you just do the first one or? I remember playing the first one. I don't think I ever wound up getting through the second one. Oh, did you finish the first one? Yeah. 
You said it gets to be that game. It it gets it gets hard, but it's it's so good. And I remember even recommending it to somebody uh, that I knew in high school, and it was it was hilarious because he was. This came out when like, you were in high school. <clears throat> yeah. Oof. Thanks, Brant. <laughs> Appreciate it. But it was like early in high school. So thanks, Brant. Appreciate I mean. it. <laughs> you could have said it was like senior year, and you failed twelfth uh, grade twice. No, uh, <laughs> don't. Don't don't feel bad because I think when I did it, I was working in Best Buy and I was like twenty. Yeah, it's old. I think yeah. it's thirteen years old at this point, and yeah. I'm just now getting around. I've I've started it before, but never clearly never made it probably past the first chapter. It's good, man. It's really good, and you'll you'll enjoy it. Uh, um, the second one carries a lot of in there. It's a lot of fun. You get the it, the second one goes into like a kind of like Jack and Daxter, where you're you just start speaking like Jack. I'm mad as hell. And Isaac starts talking and, you know, shit like oh. that. So I was like, they give him, you know, character and depth and, you know, yeah. in there and some backstories and don't get Renee started on whatever girl that likes Isaac. And he always goes off about that. All right. I'm watching him. He said, uh, beat the game first before watching the movie. Thanks, Renee. I'm, get, I'm getting all the lore straight. But it's good, man. And on, yeah. on Series X, through that backwards compatibility and whatever magic they're working with that auto HDR – the lighting, like the contrast of his suit and the glow from his helmet and the shots from that plasma cutter and the darkness and all that stuff. It's just, God, it's so good. Oh, Ellie. Renee says her name's Ellie. Don't get, don't, don't get, don't get, started, Renee, Renee. Don't get Renee started in Ellie. He, he gets in arguments about um, relationship status with Ellie. And I'm like, Ugh. we can't have this. We can't have this on our show, Renee. We don't have time for this. Uh you you know what Renee? Wait until Richard beats it, and then you can have a discussion with Ellie on there. I don't care. You I don't mind. <laughs> uh, but apparently, people feel a certain ter- certain type of way about Ellie. So, uh, but those are my games played. I'm raving about Dead Space. I love it. I love every minute of it so far. It's been wonderful. Those are my games played. Yeah. So for me, easy. Uh, I already talked about Quake. Went over that. Um, mm. uh, I did finish uh, Skyward Sword. That one's done. Mm. That one. How was the ending? It was pretty good. I mean, it just goes into the whole thing of uh, that whole universe with everything's three based. So, I mean, I can't go into details how the story ended, but I mean, the final boss battles was not hard and it was easy for me to figure out how to beat um, the final boss in there. I mean, there was a uh, trick on there. If you don't know the trick, it's going to be you doing like, what am I doing wrong? But I've kind of figured it out because he shows you the trick and you're like, oh, wow. OK, I know what I'm supposed to do. All right. So got it. Did you see Fabio uh, again? No, he was not in there. I'm not sure where Fabio Gannon came from on that <laughs> we stream. We still don't know. We <laughs> yeah. still don't know. This dude does. Uh, I mean, the 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 boss in here is. Uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> I gotta figure out where that game came from. I don't know because I've I've beaten Skyward Sword. I've beaten Twilight Princess. I've beaten Wind Waker. We have uh, no clue where Fabio Gannon comes I, from. At, at this, oh my gosh! At okay, this well. point. I've beaten every 3D Zelda game. I've got all those off my list. The only one I have not beaten is Zelda 2 on mm. the 2D side. And any of the Four Swords bullshit. Um, I would but, love to play Four Swords with all of us. But, like I said, the story does set up where it sets up uh, how, you know, the it sets up how we go into this whole endless loop thing. It, it addresses all that. And, all, I mean, I'll leave it at that. I That's mean, cool. Yeah. Uh, the the designs toward the end of the game, uh, the dungeon designs uh, is a lot of, is very enjoyable. Um, there is a area in there where you have to um, 
you have to get the Triforces, and the the map section on there is built like the the original Legend of Zelda map section, where you know where you get up there and it's over the top. And so yeah. for you to complete that dungeon, you have to set the map, and it looks just like that, and you have to connect areas and like that. So it was a cool little throwback in there to that. That's cool. Um, it seems like whenever you go through the dungeons, you are required to use everything you've found so far in the game, and it didn't feel like it was a hindrance. So you used up all these items. It wasn't like you switching items in the last second and some bullshit happens and it kills you. It felt like it was cleverly done and was there for a reason. Um, didn't have too many issues with the motion controls as I got through the game and mm-hmm. got used to it and got accustomed to it. It was fine yeah. uh, outside of just um, resetting it every so often. But I got into the habit of just doing that automatically without even thinking. That's what I was doing. Um, yeah. And like I said, the boss battles are not too difficult. Uh, get Where does it in. rank? Where does it rank on your Zelda games? Uh, it's good. The story's good. I just, nothing tops Wind Waker for me. Right. It's definitely both Twilight Princess, because I just felt like Twilight Princess was just too long. There was just too many dungeons, and it was just too cumbersome for me. Even though I I think I enjoy the Twilight Princess story more. Oh. Because I, I, I definitely like Medina as a character, as, as when it got towards the end of that game. Uh, Funky I'll, Cold I'll, Medina. I'll, Yep. Um, I don't know. The story in this one's good, too. Uh, I don't know. Mm, I would be in the middle somewhere, probably. It's not definitely the bottom part. I don't know, man. It's hard. If you ask me, like, what's your worst Zelda, it's probably hard for me to sit there and go through what's my worst yeah. Zelda. Because Bre- none of them are bad games. Breath of the Wild probably close to the bottom for me, but that's I just don't like that type of gameplay for Breath of the Wild. So Right. Uh, but that's just me, you know. No, there's a lot of people like that, so you're not you're not alone. Um, outside of that, uh, after I completed that, um, I've been bouncing around because I've been playing some Psychonauts. Uh, the first what one I, or the new one? The first one, because I've never gone through any of them in the VR one, and I know some people were on Twitter had this whole conversation. It's like, hey, can I just play the second one and you know and just start out from there? And somebody said, like, yeah, it does kind of like a, a, a recap in the beginning, kind of recaps the first game and then the VR one. And then some other people joined, joined in the chat and they're like, hey, do yourself a favor, play the VR ones like an hour and a half, they said. They said there's a lot of shit it misses in that recap that they oh. felt was important. Okay. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll just go through and play it versus on it because I already have a copy. I was a part of the um, the backer group on that one um, on PS4. So uh, I haven't started it yet, but. Uh, like I said, I'm just going through that one. I was like, well, I'll just go through the first one um, and, and figure out. Because they said a lot of the callbacks in there is really, really cool if you played the the first two games. Yeah. They said it's those, really, those really cool. payoffs. Yeah. yeah. But they said, do you have to have it? No. So How does it play? Uh, does the first one still hold up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was still playing it on PS4. I think I, I talked about it a couple weeks back when I started. Again, I'm just going yep. through it now. I'm just going through the level design. And each level, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a 3D platformer. I mean, the story is pretty good. I mean... I haven't, like I said, I haven't really gotten that much further from the last time I played. So, uh, yeah. and this probably be an ongoing thing for me. Um, I think Brand played this a couple months ago. I could be wrong. As I, I picked up No More Heroes and going through that and went on the Switch because uh, a uh, three comes out on Friday. So I'm like halfway through it. I'm ranked five, fifth. <clears throat> You're playing the the original two or that one that has all the mini games? Uh, the original one. Okay. Uh, the first one. I'm going through them all. Uh, so I, I've already halfway through the game. Um, I 100% went to strictly controller only mode uh, and got away from the motion controls. Uh, I felt like if the motion controls were a lot more smoother, like Zelda, where I didn't have to do like a drastic this and drastic that to hit high and low, 
um, <laughs> on the those are two the, on the weapons. Yeah, yeah. Ver, you know, if I did slight, I might be more into yeah. it. But I was like, nah. I mean, they just map the high and low to X and Y on the controller, uh, and then you have your kick on the B uh, button for your close combat. Uh, so it also makes the game a lot more easier. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't sit there forever in boss battles. Uh, so I'm, yeah, is I'm like, the, half- is that the best version of those to play? You got you got the ports to switch, you got the Wii ones, and you got the PS3 ones with the move controllers. Um, the PS3 one is a weird version. So the PS3 one I will call it a 1.5 because it's like okay. you have this the first game, but then you have like a weird fever dreams where you fight characters from the second game. So um, it's so not a true one and two. It's kind of like a. I guess if you were called to like an extended cut or a reimagining type thing, that would be what I would direct it as. Uh, the PC versions I've heard are because I thought about playing the PC ones because there's still some jank in this game where you go in the overworld and this the frame rates just drop like oh. immediately as you get in there. And I'm like, this sucks. Even though there was a big update recently on there. It, it's not bad. It's just only as soon as you enter the world, it just kind of takes a hit and then it, it kind of goes back up there. It's noticeable. So I was like, I was like, maybe I'll do the PC one, but apparently the PC one is has the same, even more issues with the frame uh-huh. rate. So uh, a lot of people said say to wait on that one. So I was like, eh. So yeah, outside of that, I mean, it's it still has that whole filter where it looks like you're watching the VHS tape, where you have some of the artifacting on there. On there, it has That's that cool. aesthetic. The humor holds up well, um, in my opinion. It's still funny. There's not too many cringe moments. Like how a lot of things have not aged well when it comes to that type of uh, humor. This one yeah. seems to age a little scrubs. bit better. Uh, scrubs is a bad one. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing like that on there. So, man, I love Scrubs, but man, there's sometimes I'm like, eh. uh, at the whole of my breath, I'm like I can't even laugh at that. I can't even. It's not even funny to me anymore. I laugh. <laughs> no, at it that. So, can't be funny. Anymore. Sometimes I laugh at something where it's so bad that I laugh like I can't believe that happened. And for me, it's like it's not even funny. I'm like, oh. Uh, Oof. Like like this was on over air television at one point. Yeah, yeah, we we can talk about Scrubs all day long. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm halfway through it because uh, I talked to a coworker at work and I was like, uh, I know Brent, have you played the mini game one? No, but I know from things you said that apparently there's some relevance to that game. So I, I won't go into too much details because he didn't give me the exact details. Because I asked him, I was like, Hey, do I really need to play this one? It's like he's all right. So he said, Before you start the third game, are you going to know that Travis Touchdown's married? Or you're going to know he has two kids. And I was like, all right, stop. I was like, don't tell me anymore. I'll play the game. He's like, all that's addressing that game. I was like, because none of that happened in the second game. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. He said, there's a lot of stuff that he said. The, he said that game takes place seven years after the second one. He said, there's a lot that happens in between there. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll fuck it. I'll go in there and play it. And I was like, you just he's like, Brent's week. yeah, because like one of the characters from the first game that's dead. You find out how they're, they come back in this game, and they're apparently on your team on and the No More Heroes three. And I'm like, all right, all right, that's enough. I tell them that's enough. All right, that's enough. I'll, I'll play the game. I don't want to do fucking mini games the whole time. He says it's not that bad. He's like, it's not that bad. He's like, you get used to it. He said, but the story he said is very, very good. So he said you find out more a lot about his personal life and then why he's going back to uh, Santa Destroy. So uh, that's kind of addressing there too, because I think the third one takes place two years after that. So. And I think he's, he said it'd be 30. I think he's 39 in the third game. I was like, damn, he's like 22 in the first one. I was like, <laughs> it's a lot of shit that happened in the, the series so far. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I'm going to go through them all. Um, definitely not going to get it done in time before the third one comes out. Um, I'll, I'll probably finish the first one tomorrow and start the second one, but I'm not confident on that, um, that third game at, uh, the 2.5 or what the fuck you want to call it and how yeah. fast I'm going to go through it. So, yeah. 
So we'll see. Um, but I'll go through it all because I think I have a PS4 copy with all the DLC. And then I think they, the Switch one came with that DLC code in there, too, where it comes up with the. So I'll figure out which one I want to play. Right. I don't whatever which one plays better. So I'll probably play that one. So, but yeah, that's it for me and games played. So. Bring us home, yeah. Brent. Yeah, I thought about picking up No More Heroes 2 and playing through it before Friday. And then I just never did. And now that you're telling me I've got. Not only that one, but a full another game. There's a lot more like, to go. Oh, Lord. What I did play, um, I finished Phantom Hourglass. At last. Uh, no more Phantom Hourglass updates. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing that this, I mean, the the thing that this game excels at is, you know, like, you know, the, the puzzles and, I mean, really the dungeons are, are really fun. Uh, when I was talking last week, I was going through like this kind of uh, ice themed dungeon, and that's where you unlock your um, uh, like hook shot kind of deal, the the grapple. But this is it's like a it's like a hook on a rope. And this game, you use it kind of different than you have in most other Zelda games, where you can tether. Yeah, I've seen that on the yeah. Yeah, you can tether it. You can jump up on the little. Uh, places where you tether it and like tightrope walk uh, or you can use it uh, tether it between two points and like use it as a slingshot to fling yourself across other places so like a and multi-tool you wind up having to use that um to defeat the enemy there um which is like these build a function these two different like dragon heads and one's red and one's blue and they fire these different projectiles, so you have to tether your uh, rope just right to where it bounces off and hits the opposing, like, ah. serpent head. Yeah. Like Aquamentus, uh, but with uh, elements attached to them. Yeah. Uh, and then the last uh, area I had to go to was, like, this um, ruined kingdom, this ruined civilization. Um, where there was like four four guardians and then the king and you had to go through and um, you got like this hammer uh, and this the boss fight for that was it's like this giant golem kind of thing and you have to mm-hmm. go through first and like hit its outer layer and make everything crumble and so it's got like these spots on its arms all over its body on the back of its head that you've got to hit and You're just continually whittling away this golem by uh, running to these different spots and, like, using the hammer uh, on, like, these seesaw-type deals and launching yourself up in the air and hitting all these places on the... Yeah, (laughs) the boss fights and everything, the way it does everything, is is, actually pretty damn cool. Um, The ending fight, kind of like Cesar was saying in, in Skyward Sword, it was a little uh easy um but it you know it actually had multiple parts and you know the story plays out uh very good and the the ending everything's everything's good with with how that game ends i still like that game it's definitely got some parts in there like i said it feels like it's kind of intentional padding at times but overall it's still actually a really really good zelda game um let's see Other than that, glass. are you gonna go into spirit tracks <clears throat> no i'll probably take a take a break i've been 
Like, get that palate cleanser, man. Get that palate cleanser. Palate cleanser, yeah. I've been looking for some other stuff to do. So, of course, I've you know we're still playing uh, Pokemon Unite here and there. Um, we you know we aren't hitting it like every day like we were before, but that's still one of those things where we just hop on and you know we'll have a few good matches, a few terrible matches because it really seems like you either get saddled with a good team uh, and you you know get everything going, uh, and you're either facing people that are decent at the game, um, most likely children. Or you're playing like people that have to be like have gotten off League of Legends to come to this because they just absolutely destroy you. Um, so we'll have, like I said, a few good have games, they, few bad. Can games you tell that they've paid for something, or is there is there something that you can tell they're better? <laughs> not, I mean, not really. You sent us, you sent us Bobby O'Cannon. I can't stop laughing. Cesar, is that him? I don't know if that's him. Uh, if you type in, uh, for anybody that's listening, if you type in hydrated Ganon, you will get some interesting photos. Uh, oh, they're not Ganon they're not necessarily too. like dirty, but he <laughs> 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 was wearing assless chaps. I think our no, I haven't Ganon seen that had one. Like, had like shining long hair, like it was like majestic. I don't think it was. It was quite it was out. it was full three D. It was not a two D image. Yeah, yeah, we we were gotcha. all there, even though um, Michael denies that it exists, and, and even though he said he, he was there as well. True. Yeah. <laughs> he he blocked it from his memory. <laughs> Boy, remember he sat there and watched the whole concert on YouTube. He's like, I still don't see that shit. I was like, damn, I don't know if I was that dedicated to go through the whole um, concert on YouTube. So Bobby, I just remember we were gosh. there because I then we joked about it with Russell. Russell was laughing about. It. I know Russell confirmed. <laughs> I've seen that show twice. <laughs> Bobby O'Gans in there. It's an Atlanta exclusive. That's what it is. That's why. Like, we're Atlanta, Fabio, Gabio, uh, Fabio Gannon on there. Oh, oh man. No, I mean it's it's got to you know it's got to do with skill, but also I mean obviously if you're if you have a team that has more coordination, plus if you know there are certain things like you can see if they've got this skin for this costume, you know that or this you know thing for their character they're like oh they paid for that you know they paid for that because yep. that's the only way to get it yep. so obviously if they paid for that there's a good chance uh, they paid for a few other perks i don't want to derail the conversation too much but you reminded me that there's a an anime called and you thought there there were no girls online oh yeah there was, there was a there's a legit person in there who <clears throat> they do all of them do mmo game they do the same mmo game and there's one person who buys all the premium items and would just use it <laughs> throughout the game and was their bane of their existence because they're like, we beat them all. And it's like, yeah, you cheated your way through there. And they had to sit there and yell at her. It's like, stop using premium items. <laughs> no they premium paid. items allowed. And she just die instantly because it's like, that's all I have. I can't use anything. <laughs> yeah. Because when it comes to stuff like that, you don't have to outplay somebody. You just outpay them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whenever I think of premium items, I always go to that anime for whatever reason in my head. So. Um. Other than that, um, my son and I played some some games together. You know, so, sometimes I don't know what he's gonna pick when he comes in here, and he's just like, "Awesome, let's play something." And for some reason, he like gravitated toward the GameCube games, and he started like looking at stuff that was multiplayer. He picked out Metroid Prime Two Echoes. Oh, 
Okay. He's like, this says it has multiplayer. I said, I don't remember that, but let me see. And I was, okay, yeah. It does. And we put, we played some rounds of that. How is that? Just, I've never tried oh, it. It's actually pretty fun. Is it? And, <laughs> and uh, we started off, uh, there's like, um, there's team death, or there's just death match, where you go out and just trying to get as many kills. Um, or it's first to like 10. Yeah, it's first to 10. And then there's another one where it's um, you're killing each other, and every time you like uh, hit each other or kill each other, you drop these like tokens, and you're trying to collect as many of those as you can. And whoever has the highest score at the end of the the match wins. Oh, that's cool. And there's, I mean, there's different power ups. There's um, you know, you can uh, get to certain areas and get super missiles or get uh, invisibility, uh, massive damage uh, power-ups, and all of those things, you know, uh, last a very limited amount of time. There's one power-up that's just called Death Ball that, like, puts you into the Morph Ball, but you've got, like, uh, a bunch of electricity around you, and if you go, <laughs> it's just an automatic death. That's awesome. And there was one time where I got it, and I just rolled up on him, and I rolled right to him. I'm like, it's not working. He goes, I just got invincibility, so I had to, like, run away. Ah, <laughs> classic. And it's all on the same screen, right? You're doing, Yeah, it's you split, split screen. screen. Yep. Split screen, but it's up to four people. Uh, and I'm wondering if that's one of those where we could, like, land the GameCube uh, GameCubes together. Is it land supported? <laughs> you've, you've got to look at that, because uh, that would be awesome. Um, and, and what's and I don't want to go too much. I just want to mention that it, what, what, I was in that Wii U um, shop store the other day, and I noticed they also have Metroid Prime Hunters in there. There's like every fucking Metroid game on that Wii U. Almost. So. Um, and then um, <laughs> I think it was because I started winning a good bit. I started getting the handle mm-hmm. on Metroid Prime. Uh, and he was like, "Okay, well, let's change uh, games. Let's let's change it up." Yeah. And he went over to the shelf and picked up Soul Calibur 2, which he knows he's like unreasonably good at for like no reason. Really? When, when I know he just button mashes. It's like a special skill to and button mash. <laughs> we went back and forth, and uh, I, for some reason, I forgot like forever ago the w- way I had it set up is. You get in, you have infinite time, and you go five rounds, and it's best of five. I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot I had it set up like this. And we went back and forth uh, for a while, but we went one and one. I'm like, okay, we got to do one more. And we did one more, and he whooped me. He whooped me so bad. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) He's got you. He's got you in uh, Soul Calibur. He He had to up his ego back up again. And the thing is, like every time he does something, like he 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 can slightly figure it out because I know he can do it, do some of the things again. Like he was using uh, Yoshimitsu, uh, and like uh, he was able to like figure out and do like the pogo mechanic where he like jumps on the sword and and stuff. So, um, but we had gosh, Soul Calibur is always a great time. It's fun. Are y'all um, playing on the CRT? No, no, no. I have that uh, HDMI. So we played HD uh, Progressive Scan, both of those games. 
Is it scanned? Yeah, they both support it. I don't mm-hmm. see to update our LAN. It does not support LAN, and there's no bots apparently either. Dang. Oh, it's it's there, just it's the darkest. I knew there was gentlemen. no bots, but I was darkest hoping there was LAN. Ah, it could still be fun with four people. I still yeah. I still want us to boot up a uh, Turok Evolutions on the GameCube and just do that. So let's go. Do I have Evolution on game? I have it on Xbox. Has it got the same features? Uh, it it was just legit me spamming on uh, Renee's out the chat, and he's not there anymore. But it was just me taking uh, black hole cubes and just throwing black holes in different areas. And as soon as you get a black hole on you, you die instantly. And it was just, it was just, uh, I was in a room with just with people pissed with my cousins. It's like all of us just pissed because we just keep throwing those damn bombs on each other. And it's like instant death. It's like you can't get out of it. It pulls you in. So it's like it's a black hole. It pulls you in to die. So it's like once you get it, you're dead. I gotta play this now. We have to play. I know you've talked oh about this gosh. before. Oh my Evolution, huh? Yeah. Did y'all rent it or something? Is that why you? I have it on the GameCube. Stuff? I just, uh, I, I think Renee had a GameCube at the time. Gotcha. Gosh. For some reason, yeah, I think of. Back, maybe he might remember. Renee, we're talking about uh, Turok Evolution on the GameCube about us playing it all the time. So. <laughs> With the black. I want to play Soul Calibur too. For some reason, I mean, we we talked about yeah, black holes and cheating in games. Renee doesn't. For some reason, that cubes. that makes me think of uh, Odd Job and Goldeneye, because he's so short, you can't just Don't hit him know. normally. Yeah. Like played, Elvis, Elvis from Perfect Dark. He's played that, and used to play a WWF a Day of Reckoning on there as well. That uh-huh. was on GameCube. Yep. Yep. Uh, we played a shit ton of Time Splitters was our game that you were talking about with uh, Turok, Cesar. We played a lot of Time Splitters, too, with the map editor on all that stuff. We'd stay up late as hell. It was literally that that image you see with the like two kids on the bunk bed and the two kids on the top. That was us with the GameCubes coming across from the dresser, the GameCube controller Whoa. cords. Uh, Renee says he does remember the Black Cubes. Yes. Black Hole Cubes. Black Hole Cubes. <laughs> I gotta check um, this out. Now. Let's see. Uh I I guess it was because of the uh the Quake news and everything. I got uh dark, I got they called a dark matter cube. Sorry. Dark matter cubes. I got a itch to to play that kind of game. I, I threw in uh Doom sixty four on the Switch. Oh. Uh and played mm, a few levels, I think three or four levels of that. And that's a good game. Uh, uh, Cesar, that's the one we tried. We couldn't beat the first level, right? We got stuck. <laughs> Maybe the second level. We played it a couple of years ago and could not get very far. Really? Yeah, Native yeah we Harvard. got lost. Yeah. Well, it just it wouldn't tell you what to do when yeah. Richard got to the point where he was clicking everything and it just wouldn't proceed. That was on the EverDrive, right? We fired up on the EverDrive? Is yeah, that what we were playing on the EverDrive. But I have a hard copy of Doom 64. It, we it just was, couldn't get. We couldn't get anywhere. We were enjoying every part about it. Was like, damn, this is a good ass version of. It's, you know, it's not. I was about to say the second, game. the second level was kind of confusing, and it took me a minute because there's like this long dark hallway that's just got like some blue spots, and you can get lost in that thing pretty easy because there's like three Maybe different ways out of it. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, I got to at least like four. We're just like, um, you guys are idiots. Go back and throw uh, black hole cubes at each other. <laughs> and then the last thing that I uh, I actually started today, I threw in Doom, uh, the 2016 game on uh, Xbox, and holy shit. And you're playing it's, on Series X, too. Yeah. Tearing toes done, man. 
It's so good. The the pacing and the just the brutality of those like uh, those glory kills. It's it's so good. You feel like a badass. Yeah. And then, uh, wait until you get to Doom Eternal and just be let down just a little bit. Oh. So. Enjoy this uh, game because it, it does not get any better in the second one. The second one's good, it's just not better. But I got to the point where I got my first. Um, what do they call them? Those, the like the container. Then you can enhance your uh, your health or your armor, and yeah. So I got I got that, and now Power I have to go. Thing. Yeah, and I've got to go um, back out and go to the reactor um, because there's shit going down at the reactor and it's overheating. So I've got to go through and fight more of these demons and. Oh, it's it's so good though. It's so good. I love this combat. It's so satisfying. I'm gonna have to download this and take a look at it. At least that intro Mars section. Oh yeah. yeah. It's it's very, very good. I'm very, very pleased. I can't believe I've slept on this game so long. Another wait, you've never played this one? This is the first I've never played twenty sixteen. Oh you talked shit. you talked so much about it and Holy like shit. it was once I got the Series X, I was like, this is one of those games I'm I make make sure I get it and I downloaded it and it sat on there. I'm like, this is the game. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this for a minute. And it was oh gosh, it's so good. It's great, man. I played the I played the freaking Game Gear version of it. I yeah, played the I was gonna say you one, played it on Switch, and I loved it. It was so good. <laughs> oh, oh, hell yeah, but, you're uh, in for a treat. Keep us up, keep us up to date on that one. Doom 2016 yeah. is a treasure. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for me. That's our games played, and that's your video game news for the week. Uh, check back next week with us. Uh, Cesar will have an update on No More Heroes. Uh, Brant will be playing more Doom 2016, and I will have another deep dive into Dead Space, hopefully, for you. Oh, nice little recap, right? You like how I added that? Yeah. You watched all three of us. None of us play those, those games I mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> and Gamescom may or may not continue, so... Some Sea of Thieves, some Bridge Crew. I, I played some Sea of Thieves. I'm, I'm refreshing that page every five seconds for more developing news, and nothing's happened since. So, Wait, on Sea of Thieves? Uh, Gamescom. <laughs> sea of Thieves I gave up years ago. <laughs> in the alpha, when they'd pull the plug on us and our ships would Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the other thing. I, I just remembered that Sea of Thieves and Borderlands are doing like a crossover event. What? I didn't yeah. see that yeah. anywhere. What does yeah. that consist of? It, they're they're doing like Fortnite stuff now, where they're they're going out with different brands now and doing uh events now. Cool. There's gonna be more after that, but it's like what uh, Brand said. It's it's starting. The Borderlands is coming. Yeah, it's like a Borderlands theme, like ship, and I think there's a couple char- characters that make some cameos, and that's cool. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios. We'll be right back.